guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So we're finishing up the week with Joseph here, and again, he's had some difficulties and keeps coming out on top. Today is another example of those. When you get into chapter 40 and 41, so Joseph is in prison. He is there because Potiphar's wife lied about him trying to seduce her when the reality was she was trying to seduce him. So he ends up in jail, and what happens? The Lord is with him during that time period. You go to chapter 40, it says, Joseph interprets, this is just chapter Many of you know this story. Joseph interprets the dreams of Pharaoh's chief butler and chief baker, and the butler fails to tell Pharaoh about Joseph. So he goes in and sitting there in jail, and he's got Pharaoh's butler and baker, and he's like, I had a dream. I had a dream too. And he tells them the dreams, and it happens, both of them. And Joseph says to the butler, hey, when you're back with Pharaoh, will you make sure you tell him about me? And he's like, oh, dude, I got you. And then what happens is two years later, you get chapter 41, Pharaoh dreams of the cattle and the ears of grain. Kind of a creepy, freaky dream, uh, as most of these dreams are. Joseph interprets the dreams as seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. He proposes a grain storage program. Pharaoh makes him ruler over all Egypt. He marries. He has two boys. Many of you know this story. Now his wife gives birth to Ephraim and Manasseh. Those two names mean a great deal to us as members of the church. Ephraim, many people, many members, particularly around the Wasatch Front area, are of Ephraim and the main responsibility together. All of the tribes have wonderful opportunities. We'll talk more about this next week. But the tribes have the opportunities to be a part of the gathering of the family. But his wife gives birth to Ephraim and Manasseh, two very key players in this whole house of Israel. So he gathers grain as the sand upon the seashore. Uh, Aseneth, his wife, uh, bears Manasseh and Ephraim, like we said. Joseph sells grain to the Egyptians and others during the famine. A um, couple of cool, interesting things here. You go to chapter 41. I love verse 38. Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can't we find such a one as this, a man? in whom the Spirit of God is. I, I keep bringing up this week, Joseph's going through so many difficult things. How is it that he can have the Holy Ghost with him? How is it that he has the Spirit that people notice this about him? Well, what makes the difference, I guess, between us who struggle and Joseph who struggles? Let me just show you these verses again. These are just reminders that we've already talked about. Genesis 39 verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph. Genesis 39, verse 21, the Lord was with Joseph. Genesis 39, verse 23, the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. As I put all of these things together, I am reminded of one of my favorite verses from arguably, in my opinion, the best chapter in all scripture, and it is Romans chapter 8. If you haven't read Romans chapter 8, after this video, go read Romans chapter 8. It is a phenomenal chapter. Repent and read that chapter. It is so awesome. In Romans chapter 8, one of the many markable verses in this chapter is verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. You even get down into these others. What shall we say then unto these things? This is verse 31. If God be for us, who can be against us? And then you've got 35 to 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, famine, nakedness, 
peril or the sword or being sold by your brothers into Egypt, being wrongly accused of assaulting someone, you all of those things. As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long and we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I remind you again of that quote from President Nelson, how it's all about what we focus on and it's not what happens to us. Uh, there was an inspirational message of the church that came out a few years ago that I really love that I think kind of ties this all together nicely. So watch this. Hey, Dad. Hey, Maddie. What's going on? You know, not much. That's not what your mom said. Mom's trying to make me play with Russell again. Well, he's your brother. It means so much to him. Dad, playing with Russell's the worst. He always messes stuff up, and all he does is cry. <laughs> I don't know about that. You really think it's Russell that's the problem? I don't know how it happened. It just did. Well, uh, traffic is really bad there on Saturdays. Were you being careful? Yeah, I was being careful. It's a side street, Dad. I know, but sometimes things happen. Dad, she hit me. I don't know what her problem was. Is anybody else hurt? Is she, is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. Better than my car. Oh, maybe, maybe she didn't see you. Yeah? Well, maybe people like her shouldn't be on the road. Matthew, it's just, uh, you have a young family and these years go by so fast. It's not like I could be home for dinner every night, Dad. When I was little, you were gone on business trips all the time. I know. Looking back, I wish I would have been there. I just don't want you to work your life away. I'm not working my life away. I have to provide for a family, and that's what I'm doing. I'm sure they know that. Well, I wish she could figure that out. I feel like she needs to understand and appreciate the things that I do. still here. It'll be okay. I don't even know anymore, Dad. Nothing's been the same since we split. Am I even a good man? I've always thought you were a good man. But you have struggled with this your whole life. Maybe you... Maybe it takes looking outside of yourself, thinking of others, trying to see what you can do. When we understand that, uh, somehow we manage to get through.
contextar. In our trial, let us not become bitter or uncommitted, but let us follow the Savior's example of becoming more earnest, more sincere, and more faithful. Let us not complain. Let us serve others, and let us forgive one another. As we do this, all things will work together for good to us that love God. Love that. So there's some, some things you can bring up with your families or in individuals. You do this. Why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? What if Joseph had given in to discouragement and wickedness? Have you ever experienced adversity that later turned out to be a blessing? And what you can do is next time you're faced with a trial, I will because I know that. And just some things that you can do as you go through this. I think there's so many things to learn from these experiences of Joseph, how what appears to be a trial, and it is a trial, ends up being a tremendous blessing and a triumph, if you will. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.